97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A High School Basketball Tournament. Welcome to the countdown to tip-off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And we are live for North Hall High School in Gainesville, site of the opening round of the 2024 Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament. Girls' first round action this evening featuring in game number one, the Lady Vikings of East Hall, the number five seed against the number four seed Lady Broncos of East Forsyth. Then this evening at 7.30, the number three seed North Hall Lady Trojans will take on the number six seed Johnson Lady Nigel here. Both of these games live exclusively here on 97.5 Glory FM with the winners to advance to the second round coming up on Monday. And Joe, I'll tell you what, this is the time you'd like to have it. It's the second season time, everybody is even starting things off with the winner to advance on. The loser has their season come to a close. Everybody's 0-0 coming in, Mike, and they all talk about it. And you and I have seen it throughout all of our years around northeast Georgia that you, you're liable to see an upset here and there, and it could happen. It could happen starting tonight. You know, and you never can tell these teams. You know, if one comes out really flat, the other one takes advantage of it, or vice versa, you never can tell. And so it, uh, one gets in foul trouble. All the stuff that we talk about during the regular season. But when you get here, it add, adds a little bit more, little more dimension of, of nerves. Uh, they get in there, and, and if they, they, they dig themselves a hole, then they're like, oh, now we've got to do something. We want to play tomorrow night, that kind of thing. So it's it's one of those, you know, win, uh, lose and go home or win and, win and play on. So you know, both teams are really vying to keep going uh, into Monday night. It's a week-long event, game one, the region playoffs tonight in the first-round girls. Tomorrow's first-round boys action where the North team's playing at East Hall. And then the second round games are being played Monday. We'll be at Chesapeake T. High with Oracle TV. We'll bring you those games with Chesapeake T. High. Also, Walnut Grove playing host to games there from Walnut Grove. Then on Tuesday, it's boys' action, as we'll be at Cherokee Bluff for those games. Also, North Oak County will be hosting games that night on the boys' side. And then if you win those games on Monday and Tuesday, you advance on to the semifinals on Thursday at North Oak County. And then Friday, championship round being played at North Oak County. The top four teams. Advancing over the state playoffs. Well, and, and a lot of times, you know, they want to get to the semis. All, all the teams coming into tonight and tomorrow night want to advance on to the semis because they know if they're in the semis, they get to go to the state. So, yeah, you could have a flat game in that uh, first semi game, but the problem with that is if you advance that far and you lose that first game, then you're going to wind up playing a one and two from whatever region you're assigned. So it's it's really tough right there. And, you know, sometimes you may get a, a weak one on the other side and you're a, a, a four and you might come out to win. We've seen that happen, too. But right now, everybody's focused on wanting to win. East Precise bought a good crowd. East Hall's bringing a decent crowd in here. So we ought to have a decent little crowd by the end of the evening. North Hall Johnson will play the nightcap here at North Hall. We'll tell you much more about it as we count down to tip off of our first game. It's East Precise and East Hall only here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to reelect Lee Hawkins. And John Mike with you here back at North Hall High School at Lincoln Trail Court getting ready for the first game of the doubleheader here in the opening round of the Region 8 Quad A basketball tournament. On the other side this evening, a second year playing at Cedar Shows, the winner to go up against Chesapeake coming up on Monday. The winner of these games will play Monday at Walnut Grove in the second round of the playoffs. And Joe, you and I have had the luxury of seeing every team in Region 8 Quad A except for one in second year. And so we have had the opportunity to see a lot of these girls and boys play, which is really something that helps us out and love seeing how these teams play in this region. It, it does. It helps us out when we broadcast games, obviously, because we know that they kind of tendencies to play in man or a zone or a one-two-two, you know, full-court trap after made baskets, all that good stuff. So that's kind of fun. Plus, we get to see a lot of good basketball through the season. And uh, all, all the teams, all uh, 27 of them here in the, in the region, all 11, uh, are, are, are pretty talented, that's for sure. You know, you even even when you get down to, to Johnson, they're, they're st- they still got some talent on their teams, even though they're they're not very good win-wise this year. This will be interesting to see how far the teams in this region go in the state playoffs, which, by the way, begin on Tuesday, February the 20th. And Joe and I will bring, bring you as much action as possible. I think well, what really is disturbing and really frustrates me is that of all the teams we have in our area, we can only cover one team at a time because they play at the same time the same days. And that's the bad part about girls play one night, boys use it the next night. And that's what uh, really is the bad part about the way the players are set up right now because the top two teams play at home in the opening round. Then the top seeds will play at home in the second round. And then according to how a coin flip might take place in the quarterfinals, then you play at neutral sites at colleges. Uh, in the semifinal round, then you go to making for the championship. You had to win five games to win the state championship, and it goes by in a hurry. Right, and, and and the semis will be down at Fort Valley, if I remember reading it right on the GHSA website again this year where we were down. I think we were down at Fort Valley with the one we last year. Yep. And I think this this division right here is down at Fort Valley also this year. It's also interesting here, Joe, with these two teams here in our first ball game this evening. you got two first-year coaches at their school as Brad Cochran in his first year at East Hall as you had Justin Weaver moving over to the boys team there at East Hall and Reed Tipton who was an assistant coach at North Hall last year gets his first job as a head coach there for the Lady Broncos they're only in their third year of existence 
Yeah, and, and I was talking to Reed a little bit before. He, he's he got four, three girls. He's got four girls out or have been out. Caroline Castleberry will be back tonight, limited action. Three girls out this year, Haley Hittema, Addison Rouse that we saw last year, mm-hmm. uh, and then Holland Hicks, who's a freshman. Between those three, Mike, they, they before they went out um, uh, with injury, they'd scored 500 points. You know, and so in their limited season, you know, they're averaging, you know, 15, 18 points a game, mm-hmm. and he's lost that. But now you look at the rest of the girls, he's got uh, Norris Walford averaging 14, uh, Presley Downs ad, uh, t- averaging 10, then he's got three averaging six. That's Ava Brundage, Kendall Parks, and Addie, a- Abby Smilnack. So he's still got some scoring going on. We saw um, East for South here last week against North Hall, and, um, you know, Swalford's kind of the leader on the team. Uh, goes, puts them down, up and down the floor. Presley Downs comes off the bench and plays very good. So it ought to be a pretty good ball game tonight. If East Hall comes out and they're hitting threes, it will be a good ball game. If they're in a drought from the three-point line, it could be tough on tonight. But you now saw East Forsyth play last Friday, as you mentioned, and they were bombing it from three-point land. Yeah, they were. Yeah, East Forsyth hit a bunch last week, and it, uh, yeah, that that could that could be the difference in the game tonight. You know, and. And uh, I, in listening to Reed talk to folks last night, he said, I'm still worried. But I think as every coach, when you get to the, this time of year, you oh, want sure. to win, win in advance. And he said, I'm still worried. Because you never know, you know, if if um, if, if tonight Harrison, Surratt, or Watkins, um, and Burst and Curry show up tonight and play mm-hmm. really hard inside, that could be a heck of a ball game for East Hall. Oh, no doubt about it. And it comes out, we, we, heard, we talk about during football season, you play 10 one-game season, you need right. to go through the state playoffs, you play one game at a time. From that standpoint, same thing here. This is an elimination game. It's a one-game season. If you win, right. you play on Monday. If you lose, it's over. You play all season long to get seated at the end of the year. Now, your goal is to be seated one or two so you don't have to play on the first night. But sometimes you look at that to the position. You know, sometimes you may want to be a three like North Hall is and play a six against Johnson. You know, and you, you should win that game. But then, look, if you win that one, you got to go on. Guess who you got to play next week? You got to play Walnut Grove, number two on the other side. And the winner of this first game's got to go over and play North Oak County next week. So they got to play one and two on the other side. So that's really tough. Yep, that's the thing about it. You have really the girls' bracket on the south side. They've gotten better this year than they were last year. Yeah, they were. And we, we speculated kind of early on in the season, even up through the middle of the season, we, we thought that, that the four top girls' teams were going to be um, Cherokee Bluff, Chester T, North Hall, and probably East Forsyth. But North Oconee's come on and played well this year. Walnut Grove beat North Hall by one the other night. And I was talking to one of the assistants, Coach Smallwood, with North Hall a little while ago, and she, and she said they came out slow like we saw North Hall do against Cherokee Bluff. And, and, and really, after that first quarter, they played even. So North Hall in that second game can't have a letdown even against Johnson in, in the second game. I think East Forsyth's got to be the favorite in this game, but with the, the Lady Vikings, as you mentioned, their th- key players, how effective will they be tonight? Yeah, it, it could be a bit. we got about a minute before, about 40 seconds before we get started here. But it's, you know, it's, it'd be interested to see the other three girls are going to be cheering their teammates on. And if everybody's ready tonight for East Hall, it could be a good game. And we're back with a tip-off our first game after this here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. 
Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics Transportation Professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A Tournament. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. It's time for the tip-off of today's game on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. back here at North Hall, the National Anthem just concluding on the last note as we get back here with you here as we get ready for the opening game with a nice doubleheader. It's East Forsyth and East Hall and getting ready for the starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. Welcome, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Get the picture. Now East Hall will be the visitors on the scoreboard tonight. They're dressed in their road black with the white East Hall and the old gold numbers on the front and back of their jerseys. Coach Brad Cochran in his first year here at East Hall. They're in the number five seat coming in for this evening. They'll start a sophomore, number two, Haley Barton. They'll have start a junior, number four, Amari Burse. A junior, number five, Kaylana Curry. A freshman, number 11, Malaya Butler. And a junior, number 20, Tariah Watkins. For the East Forsyth, Lady Broncos, Reed Tipton in his first year as a head coach here at East Forsyth. They're in their road, or excuse me, home white with the orange trimmed in navy east with the number underneath it and on the back. They're the number four seed in the tournament. They'll start a junior, number three, Ava Brundage. A senior, number four, Nora Swafford. A senior, number 14, Kendall Parks. A junior, number 15, Isla Hurd. And a senior, number 23, Abby Smilnack. As I mentioned, that Brundage, Parks, and Smilnack all averaging six. Presley Downs comes off the bench averaging 10. And then Isla Hurd, Nora Swafford, we got Isla earlier, they're both averaging 14 for the Lady Broncos. For East Hall, Coach Brad Cochran's team, you've got Kaylana Curry averaging 13 points a game. You've got nine by Amari Burst per game, eight per game by Tri Watkins, then seven each from Malaya Butler, Malaya Butler and Haley Barton. So we'll see how they can get off the, off the ground 
early tonight and get to get off the, the scoring quickly, Michael. Could be an interesting ball game, especially if both teams are hitting their threes early here at North Hall. And, Joe, to me, one of the biggest differences is the grades you mentioned. <laughs> a lot of upperclassmen for the Lady Broncos, mm-hmm. a lot of young players for East Hall. Yeah, East Hall does not have a senior on the team. They're all freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, so he's got a lot to work with over the next few years. Uh, you've got Norris Swafford, Kendall Parks, uh, Abby Smilnack are the three seniors on the team for um, East Forsyth. That's only three, and then three girls are out, or two um, sophomores or juniors, I think you told me, and then one freshman. Here's the tip. East Hall's going right to left. East Forsyth left to right. East Forsyth didn't jump, and Butler won the tap. East Hall has the basketball first. They have it here on the left end. Shot down there by Watkins. Went up no no good. Rebound comes down as a force held ball as East Forsyth was in a 2-3 defense right there, and they will get the ball on the hell ball, and they'll go the other direction. Nora Swafford has the basketball. She'll take it in the middle. East Hall's in a 2-3 zone. Isla Hurd has it. Gives it over in the corner to Parks. Back out to Swafford. Swafford takes it in the middle, gets it knocked away. She regains control. Tries to throw it outside. Coach Cochran away. East Hall intercepts. Terai Watkins gets it over to Burst. Burst brings it up, gives it back to Curry for a three. No good. A little short hit the front of the rim. About a step closer. She knocked it down easily. Burst has the basketball. Burst far side to Barton. Barton for a three. He's good. So let's say that big Riverside Pharmacy three by Barton. Say hey to Scotty Barton. Haley knocked that one down. They're two, one for two on three-pointers now. He's tall with early lead, three to nothing. Down here on the right end, Swafford gets it down to Smilnack. Smilnack takes it to the right, goes up with the right end, left hand, excuse me, no good. Rebounded by Watkins. Watkins gives it off to Burst. Burst brings it in the front court. Burst stops over on the left side, knocked away, but Curry comes away with it. She's back between the circles. They've switched over to kind of a, almost a matchup zone. They go inside to Watkins. She posts up for a three-footer and knocks it down. Five-nothing, East Hall. That's position for the Lady Vikings. Nora Swafford will bring it up for East Forsyth. East Hall in a man-to-man defense. Gets it back over to Swafford. She dribble drives, kicks it over here to Parks, almost stolen. She's going to go over here in the corner to Swafford. She fakes the three, drives in, tries to go the other way, knocked away from behind. They're going to have a foul on number five, Taylana Curry. It surprised me, Joe, in a sense they're going with a one-on-one defense compared to a zone. Yeah, I thought they might. They, they came down the first time and then came out of that zone and went to a man-to-man. East Forsyth has the basketball. Swafford out front now, top of the key. Dribble drive stolen by Curry. Curry in a hurry. Goes the other direction with the left hand. Good. Seven, nothing, and a tie, and a foul. Foul's going to be on number three, Ava Brundage. She fouled her. As she went in and finished the layup, she fouled her kind of after the shot. So they're trying to jump out to an 8 nothing lead as he's tall, Mike. Yeah, a couple of key turnovers here to start things off, mm-hmm. and the Vikings can burn them into points. Yep. Free throw's good by Curry. The old-fashioned three-point play. East Hall has an 8 nothing run going on here in the first two minutes and a few seconds. Swafford brings it up for East Forsyth. On the left side, dribbles to the near side, gets it over to Hurd. Hurd knocked away by Curry, stolen back. We're going to have a... Going to be a foul on 15. That's going to be heard, and it'll be East Hall's basketball in midcourt. Things not going the Lady Broncos' way right now, Michael. No, no, no. They're off to a really cold start. 
cold start and, and not handling the ball well, which is kind of surprising. They usually handle the ball pretty good. Curry with the basketball. Curry gets it over to Burst here on the left side. Burst gets it back out to Curry. Curry between the circles. She's going to dribble. Thought about Barton. Now she goes into Watkins. Back out to Barton. Barton right side to Curry. Curry has it knocked away by Hurd. Hurd's going to go in all the way with the right hand and get the layup. First score of the night for East to South. Eight to two is your score. It was contested as Curry went down the floor with her. And just didn't foul her. Eight to two, you score. Five twenty in the quarter. Haley Barton shoots a two short. Rebounding base for South over there. That's going to be Parks. Parks is, or excuse me, Hurd. Hurd's going to bring it up by herself. Hurd dribbles into the front court. Gives it off to Parks. Parks gives it off to Swafford or Brundage. Brundage gives it off on the far side to Parks. Parks. Gets it up and shots no good. Fight over the basketball and ooh. East Tuck for South player fell right on top of Amari Burst and I hope she's okay. She rolls over on her back. I hope she's all right. I think we've got a foul. Foul's going to be on number three, which is Brundage. That'll be two on her. Presley Downs will come in the game for Brundage now for East for South. And Kaylana is sitting up. Assistant coaches down there checking on her. Is it Kurt or Burst, you said? I'm sorry, it's number number four, so it's Burst. I say Curry. You said Milani. Yep, it's Amari Burst. And number 15 comes in for East Hall. That is Tanaya Harrison. Tanaya will be on the wing. And Curry will bring it up. She goes, tries to pass it inside, knocked away by East Hall. East Hall, or East Forsyth. Knocks it away. They'll bring it up. Hurd tries to go all the way in. She does. Throws up the layup. No good, but she's fouled. Foul's going to be on number two, Haley Barton. First foul on East Hall. Eight to two. Your score, 437 left here in the first quarter. And, Joe, usually East Hall does not commit that many fouls in a game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hyla Hurd, first free throw of the night for the ladies Broncos. First one short. Front of the rim. Burst is in good shape. She trots back on the floor. That's good news. Usually the only time you'll see a team playing East Hall go to the free throw line is like in the fourth quarter when they've mm-hmm. got to foul somebody. Yep, when they're having a foul. Second one by Hurd. He's up. Short again. Rebound on the far side by Watkins. Watkins gives it off to Burst. Burst up to Barton. Barton right side on the wing. Burst. Almost trapped over there. Gets it over to Watkins. Watkins thought about it. She kicks it back out to, to Burst, to Curry. Curry to Barton. Barton's going to shoot a three. Short. Comes off the rim. Rebounded over here by number 24, Presley Downs. Downs gives it over to Hurd. Hurd's going to dribble up. Hurd. She's going to give it to Swafford. Swafford with 4-11. Dribbles it back out. Gives it to Hurd. Hurd's going to take it to the basket. Goes up. Shot. No good. But she is fouled. Let's see who the foul will be on. That was going to be on number two, Haley Barton. That's her second. Well, the tough thing is, you know, like you mentioned, East Hall didn't really commit a lot of fouls. That's two on Haley. And they can't afford to commit many fouls either. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Heard with her third attempt. She's over two. Knocks that one in, rolls over the front of the rim and in. And Tanaja Harrison will come in for Haley Barton. They lose that outside threat right now, but Tanaja, I believe, probably can go inside with her quickness. 406 and a quarter, 8 3 your score. Heard with her second of two. That one's good. She's two of four now. It's eight to four. East tall with the lead. East for South will lead. Curry 
Throws it way over the top of the head of Harrison, out of bounds, right to Coach Tipton, and it'll be East South basketball. Downs will have it. She'll throw it inbounds to Hurd, and Hurd will dribble into the front court. She takes her time. He's tall in a man-to-man defense. Hurd, as Coach Tipton knocks his feet, saying, you didn't go the right way. Oh, nice backdoor cut over to number 14, the Parks from Smilnack and got the layup, eight to six now. Come up to Wilbanks, the Wilt. They get a nice pass over there to Butler. Butler will turn around jumper from the block and gets the shot to go, 10 to six now, East Hall. Swafford with the basketball, over to Smilnack. She'll shoot a three, good. Nothing but the bottom on that one, 10 to nine. Curry will throw it into burst. She'll scoot over to the side, wait on the pass back. She gets it back. Curry will dribble in the front court, dribbles between some players. Nice quick pass down to Butler. She goes up with a shot, no good. Rebound in there. They go up again. Nice rebound by East Hall. That was some walking. She went up, and it's no good. It's going to be a hell ball. And two referees are calling it, and I think they're going to go with a hell ball. And say, so you had to better look at it, and they'll, it'll be East Hall's basketball with 25 on the shot clock. Well, I think one had a foul, one had the hell ball. They went with a closer look there. He's tall to have it. That's going to be Burst shooting a three, and they got a foul. Oh, no. And they're going to go the other day. It's the illegal screen on Tariah Watkins, and that'll be East Precise basketball. She got over there and wanted to see. She had the open three, but Watkins a little, little aggressive on the screen over there, and she said an illegal screen. And that is four fouls here on the first in the first quarter. On East Hall with three minutes exactly here in the quarter. East for South down by one, 10 to nine. Region 8-4A tournament. Swafford with the basketball, right, left side going to the right. She scoots in, awkward left-handed shot. She missed it, rebounded by Harrison. Harrison's going to go all the way. That's Butler, excuse me. Butler goes all the way down, ball knocked down from behind. Isla Hurd comes away with it. Hurd dribbles between traffic. She's going to go up for the shot. She misses the foot front of the rim. No good. Rebounded by Parks. Parks to Smilnack to Swafford. Swafford dribbles towards the basket. Goes up. Awkward shot again. Kind of threw it off the backboard. Hit the front rim and bounced off. Curry will come the other direction. Here on the left side. Gives it to Burst. Burst goes down there to Harrison. Harrison kicks it over to Barton. Barton shot a three. No good. Rebounded by Hurd. Hurd will come the other direction. Dribbles it up. Takes the time. Kicks it over to this side to Downs. Downs shoots a three, no good. Tries to follow it, a good block out by Burst. Amari will dribble it up. Amari kicks it in the corner over there to Curry. Curry back to Amari Burst. Between the circles now, here on the left end. 153 left in the quarter. 10-9 your score. He's tall with a one-point lead. Curry in the corner. Looking for somebody to get open. Number 11, Butler got open. She threw one up there, hit the top of the backboard, came down. And East Forsyth comes with it. Nice. I think East Hall stole it. Yeah, Curry. Amari. Or excuse me, Kaylana come in there and stole the basketball as East Forsyth had it. Had it down low and was turning around. And when they did, boom, there was Kaylana. She knocked it away and has the basketball. East Hall with it with a 25 on the shot clock. Gives it over to Burst. Burst. She's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebounded by Smilnack. Smilnack gives it off to Swafford. Swafford. She's going to come the other direction. Left side, dribbles towards the middle, kicks it out over here to Downs. Downs is going to shoot a three. Oh, off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Butler. Butler way up high, holds it, gives it off to Burst with 102 in the quarter. Burst will trot it up into the first 
front court now. 26 on the shot clock. Curry over to Butler. Back to Curry. Burst to Curry. Curry will dribble on the left side. Give it back to Burst. Burst over to Haley Barton. They come out and guard her. Pick her up close. She's one knock down the three over here. Give it back to Kalana. Kalana tries to come in there and they throw it off the foot of us East for South players. So it'll be East Hall's basketball. Now we set the shot clock too. Use with that, Joe. Yep. Goes all the way back to 35. And um, <clears throat> Harrison will come out. And let's see. No, Harrison's going to stay in. You'll have um, Curry and Butler comes out. And Jones, Clarissa Jones comes in. They get it inside to Watkins. She goes up for a two. No good. And then they're fought over between Smilak and Burst down there. And it'll be East Precise basketball. You know, that Butler inside, you, you got to have Watkins out to take out the slack going inside. Carlicia Jones in the game. And Watkins, that's kind of an odd form. They got a 1-3-1 with Watkins way outside to go to Smilnack. Smilnack's going to seize your jumper in the middle off the backboard. No good. Rebounded by Barton. Barton, Barton gets it to Burst. Burst with 22. He's tall with a one-point lead. Burst brings it up. She has in the front court with 17. They can take their time and go for the last shot. They get it over to Jones. Jones gets control to Burst. Burst inside to Watkins. She goes up for the shot as she did a step through. No good. It's held. She pulls it down there again. Smilnack does, and that'll be forced into a hell ball again with 6.1. That'll be East Hall's basketball on this one. We saw this the other night against somebody. Michael had a bunch of jump balls in the first half. West Hall and Gilmer. That one's on the floor again. We're fixing to have another one with 3.8. They threw it right in there, and a white jersey and a black jersey jumped on it, tied it up with 3.8. East Forsyth will have this one. And Caroline Castleberry, who's been injured, is in the game. She'll come in for Kendall Parks. Caroline Missed a fair amount of the season. She's back in. They throw it in to Swafford. Swafford picks it up, brings it up in a hurry. She's going to have to throw it up with one point. I don't think she got it off, and it hits the backboard. 10-9 East Hall after one. You're tuned to the Region 8 Quad Basketball Tournament here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. And back at North Hall getting ready for the second quarter of our first girls game. And we had the scores 10 to 9 East Hall. We had, uh, what, one three-pointer? Each team. Uh, yep, for each team. And uh, four free throws. I think they were East Forsyth was two of four. East Hall was one of two maybe. And uh, a lot of what wound up being a turnover for one team or the other was basically hell balls. East Hall will have it to start the second quarter. 10-9, they have the lead. Curry to burst. Burst on the right wing. Gets it knocked away. Swafford and burst going after it. Who's going to pick it up? That's going to be Curry. Okay. 
tipped down away from behind over to Butler. Butler back to Burst. Burst for three, no good. Rebounded over here by, that was Butler. Butler's going to get it over to Barton for three. She knocks it down. Haley with her second Riverside Pharmacy three. Sophomore Haley Barton averaging seven a game. She's got six. 13-9 now is your score. East Hall with the lead. Heard with the basketball. Goes in again. Oh, a little floater over two defenders, and she gets it to drop. 13-11 your score. Curry will bring it as Curry gets it into Burst. Burst will bring it up, excuse me. Burst brings it into the front court. Goes over the top, gets it over to Watkins. She'll pull up, shoot a 15-footer. Watkins knocks down her first points of the night. 15-11 your score now. 7.04 in the quarter. Swafford gives it over to Hurd. Back to Swafford here on the right side. Swafford dribble drives towards the middle. Tries to look for one to kick it out there. Almost stolen by East Hall from Downs in the corner to Castleberry. They go over to Smilnack who shot a three, no good. Rebounded by Watkins, they give it to Curry. Burst has it, back to Curry. Curry dribble drives to the baseline, can't get us. They stop there, they get back out to Burst to Barton. Barton, quick release on the three, no good. Rebounded by Kalana. Kalana goes in, knocked away. There's Watkins, and one. Watkins got it, went straight up, rolled over the front of the rim and she got fouled. She's fouled by Hurd. And now it's 17-11, trying to make the old-fashioned three-point play. Just one thing I've noticed so far, I'm surprised that the Lady Broncos are not putting a lot more pressure on the guards from East Hall. Yeah, I thought, thought the same thing. My free throw's good. The old-fashioned three-point play is good. East Forsyth trails by seven, 6-25 left here in the first half. Swafford moving everybody over from right to left to Hurd. Goes to Castleberry in the corner to Downs. Downs let it go through her fingers, out of bounds. Over to East Hall's basketball. This is traditionally not what East Forsyth does. They're playing sloppy here in the first half, Mike. Yeah, uncharacteristic for the Lady Broncos. <coughs> Six seventeen in the quarter. East Hall and it in. Curry to Burst. Burst dribbles up here on the next side. They got they got pressure out front now, and then they can dribble through it. Does Curry? Curry's going to stop. Fourteen footer. Good. Well, that's two mid-range jumpers for the Lady Vikings, Joe. But they practiced that a couple of days this week. Swafford brings it up. She's going to try and beat everybody. Kicks in the corner of Smilnack. Smilnack's going to roll towards the middle. Try to get some, she didn't get separation, get to Downs. Downs has it. She's going to kick to Smilnack. Smilnack, right corner of three. Good. Smilnack, I think, uh, she's hit one, two threes maybe? Yes. 20 to 14 now, 544 in the quarter. Kaylana Curry has the basketball. Started to go over to Inside, they go inside to Butler. Butler goes up the shot, no good, tipped around. Hurd's going to come away with it. Hurd dribbles up the left side, kicks it over here to this side to Downs. Downs thought about a three, steps inside the arch, shoots a two, hits the rim, and falls through. 20 to 16, 522 in the quarter. Burst gets it, gives it to Curry. Coach Cochran shouting out his trust. Just what we were hoping for, Mike, a good close ball game. 2016, he's tall here with five minutes and ten seconds left. In the first half. Yeah, game of runs. Get it over to Watkins. Watkins back out to Burst. Burst looking. Goes back to Watkins. Watkins, one dribble in the middle. Smilnack knocks it down. A hell ball. Good job by Smilnack that time. Is that took, she took one hard bounce. Did Tarai. And as she starts to go up, Smilnack puts that right hand right on top of the basketball to force the hell ball and get the possession. Tanaja Harrison will come in for Malaya Butler. And then you'll have... Ava Brundage come back in the game for East Forsyth. 
Swalford dribbles down, gets it out to Hurd. Hurd thought about a three. Now she'll go towards the basket, and she got fouled by Watkins as she drove to the basket out front. Fouls on number 20, Terrell Watkins. And Hurd will be at the line for two more. Hurd, as I mentioned earlier, averaging 14 points a game. And I think she's got six tonight, two free throws, two out of four throws, and two layups. 20 to 16, gets definitely quiet in here. All of a sudden, first free throw's good. Now she's three out of five, trying to make a four out of six. Watkins, or Butler will come back in for Watkins. Probably two on Watkins, that's why. It'll be two on Watkins and two on Barton. Mm -hmm. Hurd will shoot one more. Free throws up, good. Four out of six now, and get it in a hurry. That's gonna be Curry on the far side. To Barton. Barton went over her head. She has to just throw it back in, and Swafford comes away with it. Nora over this side to Downs. Downs will shoot a three off the rim and backboard. No good. Rebounded by East for size. Went for, for a shot. That was Parks. She went up, and it's no good. And then we've got a jump ball between East Hall and East for size. That was Hurd and Amari Burse forced the hell ball, and that one will be East for size basketball under their own rim, trying to tie it up or take the lead here, Michael. They're on a 7 nothing nope. run right now. Yep. So, pardon me, That's a, I thought it was going to be, they wind up like it was going to be their ball, but it's going to be East Hall's basketball. No pressure this time. They'll pick them up in midcourt out there, Will. Burst gets the inbounds pass from Curry. Burst will bring it up here on the left side, gives it back to Curry. Curry looks at it. They're going to pick him up in a 1-2-2 two, two trap. They'll try to, try to trap him on the far side. Curry gets by it, but then there's a foul on the far side by number four, Nora Swafford. Her first, team second in this court. East Hall's led by as many as eight in the first quarter. They've scored the first eight points, led by nine here a couple of moments ago. Then back to a two-point game. Curry looking, looking, throws it way deep into the back court to Burst. Burst back to Curry in the front court. Now 22 on the shot clock. Curry gets through everybody, gets it back to Burst. She'll shoot a three, no good. Off the rim, far side. Barton goes after it. Swalford goes after it. Off of Barton. It'll be East Hall's bas or East Precise basketball. I got two East. Maybe I should call them Forsyth and Hall Works for me, buddy. Uh, East Forsyth will have the basketball. Uh, Curry will come out, and Jones, Carlicia Jones will come back in the game, a freshman. Swafford in the front court now. Bounces over to Hurd. Hurd back to Swafford. Swafford tries to go deep in the corner and does. Gets it over to Castleberry. Castleberry goes up for a short jumper. No, that wasn't Castleberry. That was Parks. Parks went up for a shot short, and it comes down between Parks and Butler. Forced to hell ball. It'll be East Forsyth under their own basket. Down two, 20 to 18. Swafford gets it in. Gets it right back from Hurd. She goes up for a shot. No good. Rebound on, on the far side. There's going to be a foul, I think, on East Forsyth. Let's see what they're talking about here. Yes, that's going to be on Nora Swafford. That's going to be two on Nora. They can ill afford to lose her. Well, remember last Friday here, we had six players foul out. Had three for each team last week, foul out. Three on East for South and three on North All. All right, Amari Burst will come out, and Tanaja Harrison will go back in the game for East Hall. 20 to 18, 340 left here in the first half. Curry with the basketball, deep on the left side, knocked away off the referee by Ava Brundy. She's reached in with the left hand and knocked it away. Jones will throw it in. 
And Bundy's almost stole it. Curry gets away with it. Curry brings it in the front court in a hurry. Goes inside trying to get it to Harrison and off of Harrison's hands, out of hand. Good thought right there as Harrison was kind of breaking in. But she had one more step, I believe she might have got two. But that was one of those real quick passes. She put a little mustard on that one. Well, you notice where he's told they want to go inside the can to Butler and Watkins and not kick it outside. Parks will come out. Smilnack will go back in for East Versailles. 328 quarter clock runs. East Versailles brings it up going left to right. Swafford has it. Goes to Smilnack back to Swafford. Swafford kicks it back out to Downs. Downs fakes it to Swafford for three. Go! First lead of the night for East Versailles. 21 to 20. Their crowd. Comes up with big hand, half of them standing up on the far side. 305 and a quarter. Ten point run, Joe. <laughs> Kaylana with a basketball, almost stolen. She dribbles out of trouble. Far side. Thought about going in there, and then she's fouled, I think, by Brundage. And they'll be out of bounds East Hall. You ask me on Brundage, Ava Brundage, her second, and the team fourth here with 254 get left in the first half. Um, Kendall Parks will come back in for East for side. Amari Burst will come back in. She'll get Barton. For East Hall. Curry will take it out for East Hall. Down the far end on our left. Curry looks, 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 throws it way up top to Burst. Back to Curry. Curry, Curry. Quick release three off the rim. No good. Rebound by East Hall on the near side. Butler out to Jones. Jones to Burst. Burst to Curry. Right wing. Back to Burst. Burst. Thought about it. Jones back to Burst. Burst wants to go inside. Gets it to Butler. Oh, nice backdoor pass. But they missed the layup. And got it inside there to Harrison. And she just a little bit long on the layup. Swafford comes the other direction after the rebound from her. They go to in the corner to Smilnack. She comes up the baseline. No good. A little four-footer and it's rebound and it's going to be an East Hall and East for South player. Both come down with it. There'll be another hell ball here in the first half. Referees are doing all they can. The girls have a hold of it. They hear the whistle and they're already into holding it and wiggling but they're not. Nobody's slinging an elbow so they're playing clean with it which is good. All right. Hall- uh, Haley Barton will come back in. She's going to come in for uh, Carlicia Jones. 2.25 and a quarter. East Hall has it. First gets it in to Curry. Curry will walk it up. 21-20. East Forsyth with their first lead. I think Mike said it's a 10-0 run by East Forsyth. Barton loses control of it on the far side. Downs comes away with it. Downs gives it over to Swafford. Swafford comes the other way. Goes back over to Downs. Downs in the corner to Hurd. Hurd. Comes back over here to Swafford. Swafford dribbles into the middle. She's going to take it in for a layup. Off the rim, no good. Gets it over to Butler. Came down with a rebound, and it's going to be another hell ball between Downs and Butler. And up, yeah, they can put 25 on shot. Joe and the fish, I got that with 10 hell balls. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. 158 and a quarter now. He's for Scythe. To smell like we'll get it in to Hurd. Hurd dribbles towards the middle. She'll throw it up. No good, and to be out of bounds off of her. Her won the foul, but there wasn't anything there. She just kind of went in. Two East Hall players followed her, but there was no foul there. East Hall will bring it up. Curry inbounds it to Burst this time. Burst will trot it up into the front court. 149. 21-20 East for Scythe with their late 4A tournament from North Hall High School. Burst. Kind of got pushed off there and then got a little short jumper, about a 12-footer, and knocked it down, Mike, 22-21. That broke the drought. Swafford comes the other direction, gets it out to Hurd. Hurd thought about it. She's going to travel with a basketball at the top of the key. That was an unforced error by East Forsyth. 
And East Hall will have the basketball. 128 in the quarter now. East Hall leads it by one. Um, who is this? Late horn there. Yep. Terai Watkins will come in. She's coming in four to Nigel Harrison. Burst into Curry. Curry will dribble it up. Curry dribbles past and through. Three white jerseys. She loses control. Then it'll be a hell ball right there at the first lane spot down there between Nora Swafford and Curry. And it'll be East Hall's basketball. That's number 11 on the hill ball in, right? If I got it right, yes. 22-21. East Hall with the basketball. 119 into Haley Barton. Haley kicks it over to Burst. Burst in the corner to Curry. Curry for three. Off the right. backboard, no good. Rebound by Swafford. Swafford wants to run. Brings it into the front court. Dribbles by one black jersey. Pulls up. Gives it over to Smilnack for three. No good. Rebound. Haley Barton got knocked down by her own player, Butler. She comes away with it. Butler. Gets control, gives it over to Burst. Far side, Amari trots it into the front court. Burst gives it over to Curry on the near side. Curry and one of the officials having a discussion as they came down the court right there. 48 seconds, 23 on the shot clock. Amari gives it over to Kalana. Kalana thought about a three, but Downs got over and cut her off. They try to go low, and it's going to be out of bounds as Butler couldn't keep her footing. Stepped on the baseline. Joe, you see a lot of times they're out there above the three-point arc. They'll be looking all of a sudden inside either Watkins or Butler. Yep. Caroline Castleberry comes back in. Carlesia Jones comes back in for their respective teams. Hurd will throw it into Swafford in the backcourt with 38.9. 3.9 second difference between the game clock and the shot clock. They can run it all out here if they want to. Hurd has it. Hurd. Gives it up to Swafford. Swafford gives it. They're running that little weave, if you will. Hurd has it. Gives it over to Swafford. Swafford tries to go in the middle. Gives it to Smilnack. Smilnack quick release. Three. Good. 24. 22. That's their largest lead of the night for East Forsyth. Two-point advantage with 15 seconds left. Burst with the basketball. Burst, top of the key. Tries to get by one on white jersey. Can't do it. They get it outside to Barton. She'll shoot a three. No good. Tipped up, and it's going to be back to East Hall. As Caricia Jones comes down, that'll end the quarter right there. 24-22, East for Sipe with the lead. That's the halftime score coming up. Oh, next. we got we got something. Whoa. Evidently, we've got a technical foul or a foul on the East Hall player as the quarter ends, and the official and Coach Brad Cochran are just having a discussion. It happened right there, and the lead officials got getting in. Coach Brad Cochran needs to be careful right here. Could it be the player who had a discussion before Joe I, going down court? I'm not sure. It was. Well, the girls are going to come over. There's a technical foul on somebody, so East for South will shoot. I will find out at halftime when I go down to get our stats who the technical was on. So that will end the first half. We'll have to shoot yep. the two free throws. And I don't know why they're going off the court because uh, are they not going to shoot it? Maybe oh, I bet they'll start the next quarter is what they'll do. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll start the half. next one. So that's what's happening is 24-22. Ends the half on the technical. We'll shoot the shots when we come back. All right, coming up next on 97.5, Glory FM. is our halftime show. You're tuned to the first part of our doubleheader. It's the region's eight-quad-a basketball tournament on 97.5, Glory FM. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, 
which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And we're back here in the opening round of the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament. Following this game will be the second half of our doubleheader between North Hall and Johnson. And Joe's getting the halftime stats. He's going to find out about the technical foul situation also as we'll start the second half with technical fouls and East for South to get the basketball then to start the second half of play. So it'll be interesting to see how that first half ended. It was a game of runs, though, as it was the Lady Broncos going on a 10-0 run in the second quarter. East Hall started out the game, hitting the first eight points of the game. It's been back and forth throughout the first half of play with East for South leading here by two at halftime of our first girls game of the doubleheader. Now, again, coming up next, we'll have North Hall taking on Johnson. These are the teams in the north sub-region on the south side. The number four and five seeds are playing this evening. As you have second year, the number five seed going up against the number four seed, Cedar Shows from Athens. And the winner of that one will play Chesapeake coming up on Monday. Second round of the girls' tournament takes place on Monday on the north. Number one seed, Chesapeake playing at home. We'll be there to bring you the play-by-play here on 97.5 Glory FM. Plus, with a live YouTube stream, the video will be with War Eagle TV coming up on Monday so you get a chance to see the action and hear the games right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Again, as Joe and Alpha will provide the audio play-by-play of the games on YouTube at live video stream from War Eagle TV. Coming up on Monday night at 6 p.m., it'll be the first game of the doubleheader, and it'll be the Lady Bears of Cherokee Bluff. They will be in action the number two seed will take on the Lady Red Raiders of Madison County, the number three seed from the South Sub region. Then at 7.30 on Monday, it'll be Chesapeake playing either Cedar Shoals or Seconder. And without a huge upset, it would be Cedar Shoals taking on Chesapeake coming up 
on Monday. The winner is to play Thursday in the semifinals of the region tournament at North Oak County. Again, the winners of Monday's games will advance on to the state playoffs coming up on February 20th. The boys will start things off tomorrow as the East Hall Vikings will be the host for the boys on this north sub-region as it will be played tomorrow night at 6 p.m. at Valhalla at East Hall. The number three Vikings will play the late game against the number six seed, the Johnson Knights, who are windless on the season, but they're in the tournament. You never know what might happen in a first-round game. Starting things off tomorrow night at 6 will be the number four and five seeds. East for South, number four will take on the number five seed, Chesity Boys. That's tomorrow night at East Hall. And on the other side, it'll be the number four and five seeds doing battle. That's Walnut Grove against Cedar Shows. The winners will play on Tuesday in the second round of the tournament as the boys will be coming up on Tuesday. And Joe and I will be at Cherokee Blood to bring you the action on Tuesday starting at 6 p.m. Our first game will feature North Hall, the number two seed from the north. They will take on the number three seed from the south in Madison County. And also it will be the number one seed, Cherokee Bluff. They'll be in action as they go up against uh, either Cedar Shoals or Walnut Grove coming up on Tuesday. Coming up next, we got more of our halftime show. Joe has the halftime set. Some more as you're tuned to the region's 8 quad A basketball tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. And back at halftime at North Hall, and Joe has the halftime stats. Yep, for East Hall, Haley Martin, who averages seven, had six, both on three-pointers. Uh, Amari Burst had two. Kaylana Curry had five. Malaya Butler had two. And Terai Watkins, who averages eight, she had seven. Two three-pointers were said by Barton. Barton with two fouls. Kaylana Curry with one. Tanaja Harrison with two. And the technical foul was on Carlicia Jones. Um, 
she was the one, one of the girls that had control of the basketball as the horn went off, and I guess she was a little uh, excited. She threw it a little too hard back to the official. So that's where the technical foul came from on that for East Forsyth. North Swafford had three, uh, four from Presley Downs, eight from Isla Hurd, and nine from Abby Smilnack. Smilnack has three of the four three-pointers for East Forsyth. Brundage has three fouls, North Swafford two, and Isla Hurd two for East Forsyth. And, uh, you know, it started out East Forsyth, Mike, was a little uncharacteristically, like you mentioned, was a little out of sync there, just uh, wasn't handling the ball well. Um, started pressuring a little bit more well on that uh, 10 one uh, Finally got the lead, the biggest lead of the night, at 24-22 here at halftime. And so they'll shoot free throws to start the second half, then they'll get the basketball. Yep, they should shoot the free throws on down here on the, the left end mound. As they'll be going left to right here in the second half, he's tall to be going right to left, or left to right, right to left, yeah, we'll have it. East Hall will be down to my right. East for South will be to my left as I look at the floor. <laughs> so glad you're with us here on 97.5 Glory FM. Big shout-out to Matt Hollis, the athletic director at East for South, also to Adam Rich, the athletic director at East Hall. Coach Hollis is telling me that he's at the lacrosse games there. They start at lacrosse there at East for South today. I saw, I saw where lacrosse was starting here in the area this week, so that's kind of interesting. That's one of those sports that uh, – I've, really, I've never watched other than maybe two or three minutes during the Olympics or something, but I just that's one of those things that I can't get into. Well, Next to wrestling, it's the oldest sport there is. Yeah, lacrosse. Yep. Yep. Other than javelin throwing. <laughs> now, I don't want to be on the javelin catching team. That'd be a little dangerous, I think, right there. All right, we get ready to start the second half of play here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. They'll shoot. <laughs> Again, he's going to say he's for South to shoot free throws to start the second that's, half. That's exactly right. Isla Hurd. First it goes by Hurd Good. Look at 25-22. Shoot one more. Shoot, yep, shoots one more. Off the rim, no good. Now they up by three. Hurd has missed three and hit all the rest tonight. That makes them five out of seven now. Five out of eight, excuse me. And they'll get the basketball. Yep, they have the basketball, and this will start the third quarter. Swalker throws it into Hurd. Hurd will bring it across. She goes over here to the near side. He's tall in a 1-3-1 to start this one. We get to Smilnack. Smilnack kicks it in the corner to Parks. Back to Smilnack. The top to Swalford. To Hurd. Hurd in the corner to Downs. For three, it's long. Rebound knocked out of bounds base for South. And that 1-3-1 defense is supposed to keep teams from shooting three-pointers mm-hmm. out of those wings. They try to get it there in a hurry, and they try to shoot it out there. They shot it a little hard over the rim. So Burst gets it. She passes it back over to Curry, back to Burst. Burst, long pass down to Barton. Barton caught it in the corner, wanted to shoot a three. She's going to throw up a shot from about 12 feet. No good over the rim. Rebounded by Watkins. Goes back over to Butler. Butler loses control. Picked up by East Forsyth. It'll be... It's still on the floor, still on the floor. They finally get it out there in front, and Swafford's going to come away with it. And then she loses control. Now it's going to be a hell ball out front between Swafford, uh, Downs, and Amari Burst. Wow. A lot of folks going after it right there. Amari's looking at her hand. Felt some water or moisture. I don't know what that was from. But we got a Coach Cochran thought that they had should have had a hell ball down on the baseline, but nobody for East Hall reached in there to grab it. And uh, East for South girl was just sitting there looking to throw it out. She threw it out. Got tipped away from her. Came way out front. It'll be East Forsyth basketball. (laughs) 
Again, Broncos will have it. Officials talking to the East Hall score, and then another official comes up, I guess, because they got the ball at the possession. This they had the hell ball would have stayed what it was, so it's East Forsyth basketball now. East Forsyth gets it to her to Smilnack in the corner to Parks to Swafford to Hurd in the corner to Down. Downs goes into Smilnack. Smilnack to Swafford for three. No good off the back rim. Hurd comes in, crashes the board, throws up a shot right at the last second. Watkins fouled her as she went to the ground. Foul's going to be on Tariah Watkins. Good job by Isla. Tanijah Harrison will come in after the first free throw. Watkins pleading her case said, I didn't hit her. That's three on her, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. No, Harrison has two. Watkins didn't have any. Okay, we had yeah. the wrong name for some guy. So here we go. So three players now with two fouls. Heard. We'll shoot it. No good. Well, she's seen tentative, too. Wow. Shot that a little long. Watkins will come out heard. And uh, Tanaja Harrison, who has two fouls, will come out. Watkins, who now has one, goes out of the game. Watkins comes back in. Or Harrison comes back in. Pardon me. She hits the second free throw. 26-22, largest lead of the night for the Lady Broncos. East Hall has it. Burst brings it into the front court. Burst has it. Gets it over to, to Curry. Curry. Double team at the top by East for sidekicks to Barton. Barton with a three. Partially blocked. No good. Rebounded. They get it over to Burst. Burst gets a short jumper. Good. Nice rebound by Harrison. She got it back out to Burst. Burst got the easy two. 26-24. Swafford to Parks. Parks gets it back to Swafford. Swafford gets it to inside to Smilnack. Smilnack's going to try and drive. And then we've got to travel before she passed the ball out in the room away by Smilnack. Coach Reed Tipton barking out some instructions to his team. Kaylana Curry will throw it into Amari Burse. Amari will dribble up. Amari dribbles into the front court. Looks over onto this side. Wants to dribble drive. Kicks it back outside to Haley Barton. Haley has it. Gets it back over to Curry. Nice pass inside to Butler. Butler goes up for a shot. No good, but she's fouled. <coughs> Foul's going to be on number 23, Abby Smilnack. And that'll be the first on Abby my, by my count. And Butler will be at the line to shoot two for East Hall. She can tie it up. It's 26-24. Now still 26-24. She missed the first one. I mean, the inside game's been very interesting tonight, Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Butler with one more. Second free throw by Butler. He's up. Long on that one. Rebounded as knocked out of bounds. It's going to be a foul on somebody. There's a white jersey and a black jersey both hit the floor. Foul's going to be on 23. Is that one on Smilnack? Yes, going to be on Smilnack. Wow. That's two in a row on Abby. On the rebound. So Curry will take it out of bounds for East Hall with 5.59 in the quarter. Curry gets it. It's a nice pass. She missed the shot over there. That was Butler. And Butler got it went back up. Rebound by Smilnack on that missed shot. Smilnack gets it over to Parks. Parks brings it up in the front court to Downs. Downs back to Hurd. Hurd gives it to Swafford. Swafford dribbles down the left wing. Gets it over to Parks. Parks 
back to Hurd. Hurd dribbles down the right side. It's over in the corner to Downs. Downs, spin move over there. She on, the, on the floor, it'll be a tie-up by East Hall. Curry and Downs. You can see the defense of East Hall is giving the Lady Broncos some problems, Joe. Yes, it is. Well, East Hall's got a quick defense, quick hands, and when they try to dribble down there low instead of passing it, East Hall's able to get their hands in there and force the hell ball like they have not. That's 12 or 13 we've had in the game. Burst into the front court now. Saw her dad, Coach Burst, coaches a softball team down there a little earlier. Said hey to him. Burst out front, going to shoot a three. No good. Hit the backboard, no good. Rebound as Curry comes from behind, tries to knock away from Hurd. Hurd keeps control of it. Hurd dribbles into the front court. Hurd dribbles over to this side. Tries to beat one player, kicks on the far side to Downs. So she'll shoot a three, long, no good. Rebound by Swafford. Swafford, and Swafford's going to have a foul called on East Hall, I think. No, let's see. That's going to be a number four. Is that Abby Swafford? No, that's number four, Amari Burst. Excuse me, the call on four for East Hall. So it'll be East Precise Basketball. They get into this Milnack, right back to Hurd. Hurd, she's going to have a double dribble. And she thought she was, she was going to try and pass it to Parks, who all of a sudden took off towards the goal. So she dribbled, picked, almost picked it up and dribbled again. So kind of turned it over, double dribble, however you want to call it. Still a two-point lead with 4.51 in the quarter, 26-24. East Versailles with the slim two-point lead. Burst has it. Now they're kind of in a, a man, man out front in the zone underneath. They go inside. Look at number 11. Malaya Butler goes inside, dribbles around Smilnak, who can't afford to foul, and gets the deuce to tie it up at 26. Swafford dribbles up, gives it to Hurd. Hurd steps back, thought about a three, gives it over to Parks. Parks over to Downs. Downs dribbles from one side to the other. Smilnak for three. No good. A little long, knocked out of bounds off of East Forsyth. Got an East Forsyth player and an East Hall player right there and went off a white jersey. And we've got a coach, uh, Cochran, and the official. The official saying, I've had enough. He turns around there. He's the one that talked to him at halftime about the technical foul. I hate for him to get a technical. That's going to be an offensive foul. Good call on Amari right there. As she turned, she can't, She turned with the left and pushed, pushed that right arm out there to force separation and picked up the offensive foul. So where are players learning this, Joe? It's like we've seen that so many times this year. Those three little letters that you don't, you and I don't like, I think that's where we're seeing it a lot because they let them get away with it. Oh, nice shot out front, but it's going to drop short. Come down two, four people had their hands on it. It's knocked, it's knocked away there. East Forsyth has it. The herd over to Downs for a long three. Downs knocks it down from 22 feet. 29-26 with 343. Curry in the backcourt, gets by Downs. Now comes back, gives it over to Burst. Burst far corner to Barton. Barton dribbles towards the middle. Oh, blocked away by Smilnack. Smilnack knocks it over to Hurd. Hurd will bring it up into the front court. Isla brings it over to the near side. Goes in the far corner to Smilnack. She thought about a three. Now she'll dribble drive to the middle, gives it over to Downs. Downs, she'll dribble drive, kicks it over to Swafford. Swafford to out front to Hurd for three, no good. Rebound is going to be pulled away there by Smilnack, then Parks, then back to Smilnack, then to Hurd. Swafford. Swafford over to Downs. Downs back to Smilnack. Corner, wide open shot. Good. 32-26. Timeout. Reed Tipton. And it's going to be 
a full timeout, I believe. Let me see what the official calls. Timeout, East Forsyth, full timeout. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Joe and I are at the top of the bleachers at North Hall. We can hear every word that Coach Cocker was telling his <laughs> girls there in the huddle. This is what we need to do. We don't need to do this. We need to do this. 2.55 left in the quarter. After that three-pointer, East for South had just largely tonight by 6.32. 26 East Hall with the basketball. East for South will press full court. And 1-2-2 uh, two, two, it looks like. A 1-2-1-1 one, one, one after the made basket. East Hall has the basketball. <coughs> Curry throws it to on the far side to Harrison. Back to Burst. Back to Harrison. Harrison going to dribble towards. Tries to inside. It's knocked away by Ace for side. Downs has it. Gets it to Swafford. Swafford will dribble up. <coughs> Coach Tipton saying, hold it up. Now we got a foul on the far side or something. No free throw. Oh, no shot clock. My bad. It didn't reset like it was supposed to. First time it's happened. Uh, how about goodness. that? We made it to. Uh, third quarter. Third quarter with only two minutes left. That's pretty good, wasn't it? And we have seen a shot clock problem in every game this season. Yes, we have. Sometimes not the operator fault. Lots of times it's battery messes up. Technical or the, issues. Uh, the technical issues. The, the fact that it's all Wi-Fi in these tins instead of hardwired to it. So now they got to fix it. Hey, buddy. My, 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 my AT, I'm going to say my AT&T phone. My cell phone just is not working right now. Yeah. I have another carrier here that is working. So They've sent the teams to the bench, so evidently it's another technical problem. And they yep. have got it set on 31. Now they're going to see if they can run it. Let's see what happens here. I don't know. Now they're going to play with air. Officials getting them back out on the floor. That's kind of one of those administrative timeouts that they're really supposed to stay on the floor, yep. which they have. They've blown the horn, but nobody's moving. Now they're ready. East for South will have the basketball. I can tell you that Muddy will not have that problem. It's, it's, it's hardwired in <laughs> at, at Chester T.I. when I broadcast on Monday. Pardon me. Snellnack gets the inbounds pass. Gets it to Hurd. Isla doubles on the right side. Kicks it out to Downs. Downs comes over here to Swafford. Swafford back to Downs. This corner. Swafford thought about it. Downs thought about it. Oh, nice pass. Snellnack snuck in behind him for the easy layup from Parks. Oh, excuse me, that pass was from Downs down to Smilnack. Smilnack stuck in behind on the far side as all the defense collapsed to this side. 34-26, eight-point advantage now. Biggest of the night for East Forsyth, 2-12 left in the quarter. Curry gives it over to Carlesia. Carlesia shot a three, no good off the rim. Rebounded by Downs, and then it's stolen away by East Hall. Now it'll be a hell ball. Oh, my head. And it's going to be 
a tie, I've got a foul. And he's tall player dove in there on top of Swafford. I think we're gonna have a foul. Yep, foul's gonna be on number 11, Malaya Butler right there. And that'll be her first. And then they'll go to the other end. Malaya dove in after the loose ball, but she go right on top of Nora Swafford. And that's gonna be the fifth foul. So they'll shoot to this first time we've seen the bonus tonight, Mike. It is. And Joe, look at this point too, is that after East Island scored the first eight points of all game in the first two minutes, they've scored 12 points, basically. Wow. Well, they scored 12 at the uh, 22. Yep. They and scored then, four in this quarter. Right. Mm-hmm. And that then, first free throw by Swamper is no good. So, so 16 points since the first two minutes of the ball game. Mm-hmm. And they're on one of those droughts again. They went through in the second quarter. Yep. Um, Watkins comes back in the game. She'll come in for Amari Burse. Swafford trying to hit a free throw, missed that one. And rebound on the far side by Watkins. They throw it kind of aimlessly. Swafford almost picked it up. It's going to be out of bounds off of Curry. Curry had to get on the floor after it, but it hit the, the baseline down there, and it will be East Precise basketball. <clears throat> 34-26, 154 and a quarter. East will have it down in the very corner. At the end of their bench, they get it into Downs. Downs dribbles towards the basket, kicks it in the corner to Parks. Parks comes over to this side, kicks it after Hurd. Hurd in the weave, goes towards the basket, goes up. And she's fouled by number 11, Malaya Butler. That'll be two on her. No, excuse me, that was on five. Wow. Kalella Curry. Curry. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's two on her, but I thought for sure that was on number 11 for who bumped into her pretty good in there. Either way, Hurd's going to be at the line for two more. She's been at the line a lot tonight for East Forsyth. That free throws up and rolls off the side of him. No good. Marcos are in the bonus. Mm-hmm. Burst will come in. Burst is coming in for Barton. Burst will come in. Take one of the lane spots where Barton was. Hurd will shoot second of two. Free throw is up. Long, no good. Rebound on the far side by Watkins. Going to be a quick foul on Swafford. And Swafford, that'll be three on Norris Swafford. Only the third team foul in this quarter. 34-26 is your score. <clears throat> 142. He's tall with the basketball. Burst has it. She dribbles into the front court now. Burst comes over. Curry wanted to set a screen. Didn't really need it. Burst gets it over here to two. That was Watkins. She shot it from the baseline. No good. It's going to be off of East Hall. Oh, good job by Curry on the far side. They've knocked it back into Jones, and Jones turned around and threw an elbow right in to look like was that Downs? No, that was uh, Isla Hurd over there, so an offensive foul. Remember, Jones already had a technical call mm-hmm. on her tonight. Now they're asking to press him right there. Coach Brad Cochran saying press, press, press. Swafford has the basketball, gets it to Hurd. He's calling a 2-1-2 to get it to in the front court now to Smilnack. Back to Hurd in the corner to Downs. Downs shoots a three, a long rim, no good. Rebound by Curry to Burst. Burst with 113. Burst in a hurry to 11. Mark Butler. Butler goes up and she's fouled from behind. Missed the shot, but she's fouled. They'll shoot two. Well, the one thing now, John, I was curious about what's going to happen with the Lady Broncos in foul trouble defensively. And can Esau attack them now? I'll heard that's three on her now. That's and three players with three fouls. Butler will be at the line for three. Brundage has not seen any or very little playing time in this quarter so far. That ooh, Esau's got to hit them easy ones, though. She missed that one. I bet this spring and summer they'll shoot a lot of free throws, won't they? 
I think everybody in the region. <laughs> we'll shoot a lot for sure. Second free throw by Butler. He's up. Rolls over the ribbon in. Finally got one. That'll be Tanaja Harrison will come in for Watkins. 34-27, seven-point advantage now for East for South. 109 in the quarter. Downs gets it back over there to Hurd. Hurd gives it over to Castleberry. Castleberry in the front court. Pulls it at. Gives it back over to Swafford. Swafford dribbles with the left hand, now the right. Here on the left side to Hurd. Hurd. Good defense by East Hall out front. Gets down to 19 on the shot clock. Smilnack in the corner, drives baseline. Smilnack pulls up. Going to be a blocking foul on Amari Burst. Her second one. And Coach Cocker looking down like, what? She had position, didn't she? And we'll say a blocking foul on Amari, and East Forsyth will have it out of bounds. <laughs> East Hall's been known for taking charges. And so this, she will shoot two as they're over the line. Now we've got a technical foul. It looks like. Cochran. Another, yep, on Coach Cochran, I do believe. He uh, clapped his hands, didn't like the response from the outside official, the middle official. The witness just he had to say something. Who he had words with at halftime, calls the technical foul as he's on the other side. So they'll shoot the two technicals first, then they'll have the other free throws. Thought it'd be the other way around. Either way, they took it the ball. Smilnack, no, Smilnack gets her first one, and now she'll uh, she'll get another one. And that'll be the two-shot foul on the blocking foul. That one's up. Off the rim, no good. She missed them both. Paid off for East Hall. Now it'll be a hurdle come to the line to shoot two for the technical foul. Trying to go back up by eight or nine. All right, Joe, the old, the old rule about the seatbelt rule, does that still take effect yeah, in the coaches? Yeah, they sit down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Free throw is good by Hurd. Yes, it is It is in effect. They're supposed to sit down. They can get up and respond um, to, I think there's five different things. One is respond to a play, call a timeout, uh, tend to an injured player, go to the other end of the bench to talk to a player. <coughs> Second one is good. And East Forsyth is up by nine. And they have the basketball. 36-27. Hurd with the basketball. Hurd. Gets it over to Swafford. Swafford coming one side to the other. Bucked pretty hard by Harrison out front. They'll go to the line again. Harrison commits the foul. And now... Getting a little rough out there that he's going to have to call it to make sure nobody gets hurt. Well, now you can see the Lady Broncos is going to the hoop yep. and getting fouls. Exactly. That's where they got to be careful. That an East Hall doesn't need to lose, get frustrated on it. Swafford's free throws no good. And they keep missing free throws and giving East Hall a chance. Swafford at the line for one more. It's up. No good. Long. East Hall will get the rebound. That'll be burst. Come the other direction. Burst has it here on the right side. Gives it to Martin. She goes out. It's tipped by East Hall. Knocked away. That foul's going to be on 24. That's Downs. Wrestling Downs with her first foul. And they'll be now East Hall will be at the line. Shoot two. As East for South is now with a limit with 32.4. Shot clock will be off now. Now the question: Can they take a advantage of the foul? Avari. 
re-strapping re that knee brace she wears. Getting all the Velcro tightened back up there. It's amazing how quiet he gets her in free throws now. I know, isn't it? <laughs> she hit, shot that one long, hit the back there and came out. Well, you don't hear cheerleaders, you don't hear fans. You just got like you're in a golf match all of a sudden. <laughs> exactly. Back in our day, folks, it never was that way. That's right. 32.4 misses. Both of them comes down, and now we've got a foul on the floor on the rebound. That foul's on number 10. That's going to be Caroline Castleberry. And right in the line again, they go. Number 15 to Nigel Harrison will be at the line for two. Wow. That is only 34.4 and not like three minutes would be at the free throw line. Oh, bank shot knocked it down to Nigel did. 36-28, eight-point advantage. Harrison shooting one more. Bends the knees, shot up. Oh, rolled out the rim. Smilnack with the rebound, gives it to Hurd. 28 on the clock. Smilnack trots it into the front court, gives it to Swafford. Swafford brings it up, tries to go to the basket, pulls it back out, gives it to Hurd. Hurd, far side to Smilnack. She'll shoot a three. Off the rim, no good. Rebound to Butler. Butler. Gives it to Burst. Burst with 12. Burst with 10. Pulls it out with 9. Burst gives it in the corner where Claricia Jones, no good. Rebounded. Now, there's going to be a jump ball between East Hall and East for South. 2.4. It'll be East for South basketball. Probably won't get a shot off as they lead it 36 28. That's a long way to go in a short time to get there. That was a song by Jerry Reed, wasn't it? Back they in the get day. it in, one, they get a long shot. It'll be short, 36-28 East for South after three. And we're back to the fourth and final quarter in one minute. You're tuned to the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Well, the season will come to a close for these two teams in eight minutes while the winner will advance on to Monday's second round. 36-28 East for South with the lead, eight-point lead. We've seen those leads erase pretty quick tonight from both sides, Mike. So East Hall going to try and get back in the groove here. Had a tough quarter out there. It's 12-6. Got outscored in that quarter. He's tall with the basketball. Excuse me, I was going to say, it's fouls of defense. It's the fourth quarter, buddy. Harrison loses control down to Butler. Butler then Smilnack forces the hell ball, so it'll be East Precise basketball. Just like that, 14 seconds in. What is that, 15, 16 hell balls tonight? More, more like 20. It's just amazing. <laughs> Amari Burst will come in for East Hall. She'll come in for Harrison. They're going to pressure it. Backcourt, 1-2-1-1. One, one, one. East Precise has to get it up. Smilnack, nice pass up to to Parks. Parks has it. Kicks it back out to Swafford. 
Swafford this side to Hurd. Hurd dribble dive, gives it over to Sparks for three. No good. Rebound down there. Take it away. Good job by Brundage. Brundage gets it back out to Hurd. Brundage got it. Brought it back out. Swafford has it. Left wing. 17 on the shot clock. Swafford. She's going to kick it back out to Brundage. Brundage has it. It's Swafford. Swafford with 10 to Smilnack for three. No good. Rim, no good. Rebound by Watkins. Good job by Tariah Watkins with the rebound. She's done a good job on the board. She's just a junior because Brad Cochran. My burst. Amari. Amari. Got tipped away. He's tall. Comes down. Downs. Gives it to her. Her goes up and she's fouled by Amari Burst. And that's going to be three, I think, on Amari. Yeah, on this half. And they'll be shooting. Well, that was, yeah, that's on Curry. No, that's Burst. My bad. Yeah, four he, is Burst, five does, and Curry. The way he does one hand out there, it almost looked like his thumb sticking out, and it wasn't. It was four. Heard at the line for two more. Up. Good. So, so kind of percentage hit here in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. She hits the first one. 37-28, trying to go out to a 10-point lead to be the first double-digit lead. By either by, team. Yep, by East Forsyth tonight. She misses that one, rebounded by Butler. Butler gives it off to Burst. Burst comes over here to Barton. Barton, little floater over the rim. Go! Barton knocks it down. Haley from 37-20-30 now is the score. Cut it to seven. Goes in the front court, Smell that has it. She's going to dribble that. She's got a wide open shot in there. Good job by Watkins to block it from behind when it came down. Smell that caught it, but her foot was on the baseline out of bounds. Well, Joe, you just caught it as we heard Coach Cochran last quarter getting those girls. There's that dribble drive, mm-hmm. and you saw what they were going to do. They come down the other direction. Burst with the basketball between the circles now. 6.23 left in regulation. Burst takes it in the middle. Short jumper, short. Comes down, tipped away. Who's got it? Parks. Parks over to Hurd. Hurd brings it up. Comes up in kind of a hurry that time. I thought they were going to take their time being up seven. Give it to Swafford. Swafford going to take it in. She dribbles out, and she kicks it back out to Hurd. Hurd to Swafford. Swafford dribbles to the far side. Gives it to Parks. Parks this side to Hurd. Hurd thought about a three. Yes, she'll dribble drive. Kicks it over the far side to Swafford. She'll shoot a three. Long, no good. Rebounding by Butler. Butler gives it over to Caricia Jones. Nope, that is Curry. I apologize to give it to Barton. Barton's fouled on the three. Number 14, Kendall Parks got out there a little aggressive and fouled Haley Barton on the three points. So she'll shoot three, three free throws. That's hard to say if you say it fast. Three free throws right here. 543 in regulation. So we'll see what Haley can do here. She can go for the hat trick. First free throws of the night, I think, by Haley. The first one is, oh, rolls in and out. Everyone's important. less than 50% for the free throw line of this ball game. Everyone is important. Mm, can't afford to miss any right now. Second one by Haley is good. 37-31. Presley, day four. We've got a timeout call by Coach Brad Cochran. It'll be a... Full timeout. We're with him in one minute here on 97.5 Flurry FM. 
The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins, your representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. All right, back here at Norris Hall, East Hall, back to the free throw line. Haley Barton with the third of her three free throws. I'm, I'm grooving to the PA music that Mr. Um, Emi is playing down there. Haley shoots the third of three, knocks it down, so she's two out of three on the free throws, 37-32. They've cut it to five now, 541 in the quarter. Heard to Swafford, Swafford. Back to her and over the top. Almost threw it away. Gets in the corner to Brundage for three. She's off the rim. No good. Tipped out by Smilnack. Way outside to Swafford to Brundage. Brundage takes it down. Gets it over to Downs. Downs dribbles down. Gets it out to Smilnack. Open three. And and out. No good. Rebound tipped up. Tipped up. Come out of there by East for South. Knocked away by East Hall. Who's the foul going to be on? Foul's going to be on five. And that's going to be Kaylana Curry. And that's at least three on Kaylana. And maybe four as number 15, Tanija Harrison, will come in the game for East Hall. And she's coming in for Kaylana. Well, the Vikings need Curry in there, though, Joe. Mm-hmm. Ball handler for sure. Swafford with the basketball. Swafford goes to Smilnax. Make a backdoor cut to Downs. Missed the free throw. Layup, I mean. Give it over. Rebound by Watkins. Gives it to Burst. Nice backdoor cut. She just threw it up too hard. Burst. Has run it. Nice pass. Oh, she threw it too hard. Trying to get it to Watkins. and threw it a little too hard. Watkins broke in. She threw it. She lobbed it a little bit more. She would have caught it right there on the below block. Might have had a chance at it. East for South with the basketball. Pressing is East Hall. And get it to Smilnack. Over to Swafford. Swafford in the front court quickly. Swafford kicks it out to Downs for a long three. Got no good. Rebound by Barton. Barton blocked her out good and got the board. Gives it over to, to Amari. Amari Burst brings in the front court in a hurry. That's going to be knocked away out of from East for South right there. And Amari almost, almost had another foul because as soon as the ball got knocked away, she stuck that left arm right there and knocked her away. And again, <laughs> the Lady Broncos are in foul trouble. You can see if East Hall tries mm-hmm. to go underneath. Watkins has it. Back to, to Haley. Haley Barton with a three. That is three three-pointers by Haley Barton. She's in double figures. 37-35, a two-point game now with 430. Swafford tries to go to Smilnack, intercepted by East Hall, and a hell ball. One three is going to help East Hall get closer. That one tied up between Harrison and Downs out front there. See, Haley's had one of the best games I've seen her ever play, Joe. Mm-hmm. Having a good one. The sophomore playing well tonight. Burst has the basketball. Burst. Dribbles around, has a screen. About a 12-footer, no good. Rebound. Smell that. Excuse me, Brundage. Excuse me, Brundage gets the herd. Herd brings it into the front court. Brundage 
Brings it all hurt. Brings it all the way down. Good. That was the closest they've had to transition bucket in the entire ball game. Yep, 39-35. Hurries the other way. Curry back in the game. We got a foul out front. And you saw how close it was. Esau had a chance to tie the ball game last time down. They miss it. Broncos come back and make it a four-point game. Fouls on Presley, Presley Downs. That'll be the uh, second. Both teams with two team fouls. In this quarter, 39-35, four-point advantage. Freeze for sight. Install. Oh, nice inbounds pass. She missed the layup. Got it into Watkins. Watkins went up and went off the rim and got a foul on the rebound. I think on East for sight. I think you're right, Joe. That's on number 15. That's going to be Isla Hurd. That'll be one, two, three, three, or four on Isla. She had two at the break. He's tall. will throw it in with 353. Curry looking, looking, looking. Gets it into Watkins. She fakes, goes up with shot. No good. She got fouled by Another Brunage. foul. Yep. She got fouled by Brunage. She had it down low. Couldn't get control. When she got the ball, she went up. She didn't. She faked it a little bit and went on up there. And Brundage fouled her. And just couldn't make the shot. That should be four on Brundage, I think. Uh, it should be, yes, sir. She had three. That's four, and her son five. So first one by Watkins, short. Well, they just can't take advantage mm-hmm. of the opportunity. And Nigel Harrison will come in. Comes in for Curry. If they lose this ball game, Joe, they're going <laughs> to kill themselves by saying, "Hey, you lost it in the free throw line." Exactly right. Curry with another one. Good. Uh, not Curry. That was Watkins. Apologize. 39-36, three-point advantage. He's for Southwell, the basketball. Swafford throws it high and long to Brundage. Brundage over to Downs in the far corner. Brundage tries to dribble drive on the baseline. Going to be a foul by, I think, Haley Barton. Yeah, Haley out front. They'll take it out of bounds on the far side. Not in the, in the bonus yet. That's just three on East Hall. Two more to go. And get it in and throw it in to Smilnack. Smilnack back to Swafford. Swafford this side to Hurd. Hurd dribble dives to the middle, throws it up high. Ooh, she got hit hard and came down hard. See who the foul's on. She's getting up, though. Again, that's two straight times. You see, you've called it the dribble drive. Mm-hmm. Again, the gym just goes silent. Yep. Now they start applauding. Give her some encouragement. She got up. Foul's on number 15 um, to Nigel Harrison. That will be at least three on Tanaja. And Isla Hurd will be at the line to shoot two. Spins the ball. Shot. Good. 40-36. Curry will come back in the game for Butler now. Hurd will shoot one more. Second shot, she spins it up, in and out, rebound. Good job by Kaylana. Kaylana comes in a hurry in the other side. Curry pulls it back out with 329. East Hall fans wanting to throw it down low and go to the basket. Curry goes down low and it's knocked away by East Forsyth. They held ball on the far side of the baseline on the block area between Tanaja Harrison. And Nora Swafford. <laughs> Malaya Butler will come back in again, comes in for Curry. Hurd will throw it into Swafford. Swafford looks, gives it back to Hurd on this side. Hurd back to Swafford. Almost knocked away in a foul. It'll be a foul on Tanija Harrison. That'll be four on Tanija. Well, you don't want to foul that 
far away from the basket either. She was going for the steal, and had she be about a split second earlier, she might have gotten the steal, but she was a split second late and forced the foul because the offensive player had already gotten control of the basketball. That'll be five fouls in each foul. We'll be on the line the rest of the night. Both teams will. Swafford's at the line to shoot two, 313. So he's south with the free throw. Yeah, first one is good. 41-36, back up to a five-point lead. It was down to two. Curry comes back in for Harrison. It was close to being a tie, too. Mm-hmm. Swafford, free throw. Good. So now still two possession for the Lady Broncos. 42-36. And bring it the other way. Amari Burst has it. Burst over to Kaylana. Kaylana brings it in the middle. Goes up for a shot. No good, but there's a foul on East Forsyth. Yeah, let's see what's on. That could be a fifth foul on somebody. 23, Smilnack. Smilnack. I think that's two or three on Abby. Uh, I got her with four. <coughs> we'll see. Apologize again for the cough. First free throw. Front of the rim. No good. Wow. 42-36. They hit them throws, those freebies, charity stripe shots, second one, good. 42-36, and you'll have offense defense as Harrison will come back in for Curry. That's offense defense right there. They don't want uh, to pick up a cheap foul on the defensive end. Long pass up in the front court to Brundage. Brundage bounce pass down to Downs. He goes into the layup, good. 44-37, back out to a seven-point advantage for East Forsyth. Burst with the basketball. Burst. Gets it over to this side to Barton. Barton out at three-point land. It's going to be knocked out of bounds by Brundage as the pass went a little too high, and Brundage knocks it out of bounds. Curry will come back in the game for Harrison. And so uncharacteristically, East Hall has only had three-pointers from Barton in this game. Mm -hmm. In the corner to Watkins. Watkins back out to Burst. To Barton. Barton got it knocked away. Trying to shoot a three. She gets it right back. Gives it to Kaylana. Kaylana goes in for two. She gets fouled as she goes in. And the foul's going to be on her. That might be five. Should be. But again, can they hit free throws? Nope. So 23. That's Smilnack. Wow. Okay. That might be five on Smilnack. That's what I'm I saying, thought. Maybe I'm saying, not. I'm saying four from the scorekeeper over okay. to Coach Tipton. 229 in the quarter. 440. 44-37, 44-38. They finally hit a free throw, Mike. I'll keep you in the game, Joe. If they keep the same strategy going. Mm -hmm, exactly. They'll shoot another. Good. 44-39, a five-point advantage. Harrison will come back in for Curry. They saw has to score every time down court, either a bucket or from the free throw line. 229 to get it into Brundage over to Smilnack. Smilnack in a hurry, gets it to Downs. Downs going to drive baseline. Throw it way back out to Swafford for a long three. Swafford knocks it down. Oh, big basket by Swafford. 47-39 and a timeout by Coach Reed Tipton after the made bucket, and it will be a full timeout. We'll take it with us. We're back in one minute. You're tuning to the Region 8 Quality Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Huge three-pointer by the Lady Broncos. East Hall has the ball. East Hall will bring it up, 47-39. That's going to be Kaylana Curry. She'll bring it into the front court. She's moving Barton to the other side, gives it over to Burst. Burst, she wants to dribble drive a little bit. Sticks that arm up. She's going to step back, shoot a three. Nothing but backboard on that. And Downs is going to come away with it. She gives it to Swafford. Swafford trapped in the backcourt. And we're going to have a timeout called by Coach Tipton, and it will be a 30-second timeout. <clears throat> Good defense right there, and uh, force Coach Tipton to use another timeout. He'll only have uh, two left now, both 30s, as he's used all his fulls. He's used a 30 there, so we've got one 30. We've got one 30, so we've got one, he's got one each then. Yeah. Uh, we've got two timeouts left. I thought he'd taken three fulls. He's got the 30 there. So that's, yeah. right, that's right. He's only got one 30 left. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So we get two. Four, two, three, three, three sixties and two thirties is what they get. First horn right there. Second horn, man. 157 left in regulation. Well, right East now, there's not enough time, Joe, for East Hall. Yeah. If East Side plays it smart. <clears throat> Heard back in the game. Run is looking to get it in. Gets it to Swafford. East Hall pressing. Swafford over to Heard. Heard dribbles back. East Hall. Kind of daring them right there. Look, get it across there. They get it to Downs. Downs, oh, threw it off the hands of uh, Brundage right there out of bounds. The East Hall's basketball. Now, if they have some unforced turnovers, they might do something with them. You never know. Who's going out here? Herd's coming out. Parks is going back in for East for Scythe. 147 left here in regulation. They get it into Curry. A burst. Burst to Watkins. Oh, it intercepted by Swafford on the far side. Swafford gets it outside to Downs. Downs over this side to Smilnack. Smilnack back to Downs. Just run clock. Downs with 130 to Brundage for three. Brundage misses the three. Bounces up way long. Comes down to on the far side to Parks. Parks to Swafford. Swaff, Swafford to Downs over in this corner. Downs has it. Back to Swafford way up top. 117-16. Swafford spin move in the middle. Throws up a shot. No good. I don't think she scored tonight. Swafford, she's been averaging 14. Going to be an offensive foul on East Hall. That foul is going to be on number 20, Watkins, for an illegal screen or push off one right there. Well, we had Swafford with three a little while ago, remember. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Again, right now, they just run clock. Yep. They don't, they don't need points. That's right. 108 left in regulation. East Forsyth has the basketball out under their own goal. Swafford will take it out of bounds. 
Swafford gets it into Smilnack. Smilnack has it. She'll dribble it out. Gives it back to Swafford. Swafford dribbles to the near side. Hurd has it now on the near side, which is the left side. Hurd gives it back to Swafford with 56. 23 on the shot clock. Swafford with the basketball. And she can just dribble. Since they don't have the five-second closer guarded, she can just dribble, dribble, dribble. Gets it out there to Puck Downs. Downs to Hurd. In the corner to Swafford for three. No good. Rebound out there by Watkins, and there's going to be a foul on number three, Ava Brundage, and that'll be five, I believe, on Ava Brundage. Yep. As the official scorekeeper holds up a hand with five. Hey, free throws for East Hall again. Mm-hmm. Swafford has scored tonight. I apologize. She hit that three right before the timeout a while yeah, ago. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been averaging 14. I think that was her first basket of the night. I think you're right. Haley Barton will come out. Tonija Harrison will go in. Ball will be at the line to shoot two. That'll be Watkins. And that's offense defense for the Lady Vikings. Exactly. Watkins will shoot two. 47-39, 37.3. First free throw is up and off the back of the rim. No good. Well, I tell you what, they have missed a bunch of free throws. Yep, I'll have that after the game. I'll run down and get stats as quick as I can. Second one's up. Good. Nothing but net on the second one. 47-40, 37-3 on the clock. Heard with the basketball. Pressed in the backcourt by East Hall. Swafford. Swafford is going to get fouled by Burst here on this side. I'll give you a note, too. We understand we have 15 minutes between games because it is two different games. That is correct. So yeah. I have 15 minutes between the games. <laughs> well, and it is... 7:34, by my count, and so. East or South plays long ball games. Yes, they do. They're going to come out with a victory way it looks right now. Free throws good by Swafford. 31.1, 47-40. Barton will come in for Harrison. Swafford will get one more free throw. In the second game has North Hall and Johnson. That one's long rebounded. Look at that. It was a long rebound. Came out to, to park to Downs. Downs gives it to Hurd. They're happy just running clock because the shot clock is down. It says five seconds between the two. Burst fouls. That'll be her fifth. And they'll go to the line to shoot two. And Burst pulls out her jersey angry at herself, I'm guessing. Her season will come to a close. And... They, uh, they hadn't said anything. East Hall has not led, Joe, since the Broncos were that 10-0 run the second quarter and took the lead. They did tie it at one time. Yep. Now the Mario come out. That's interesting. The official was supposed to go over and say that's five to the coach, and he never did. That's just terrible mechanics right there. It's the first time I've got on tonight, folks. I just can't stand you got to do mechanics right here. As Joe evaluates. Yep. Swafford misses the first free throw. They're up eight, and they'll go win this one. <clears throat> Tough part is they got to play number one on the other side. That's North Oconee in their next game. Esau gets the miss, comes the other way. Curry pulls up, shoots the jumper, way short, no good. Not back in from Esau to East for South with 11 seconds. They'll dribble in the front court. I don't think anybody's going to foul at this point. They won't. Swafford gives it to her. She'll hold it with three, two, one. That'll be your ball game. East for side, 48. East Hall, 40. A really good ball game. Beach for Hall. 
Esau hits a free throw tonight, Mike. It might be a different outcome. Yep, Broncos advance, so they'll play Monday. We're back in two minutes wrapping up for you here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewel Parkway. Eat more chicken! Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. And we are back here from North Hall High School in Gainesville. Host for the first round of the girls tournament for the Region 8 Quad A tournament. Coming up on Monday, we'll be at Chesapeake High for the second round. And finals and finals will be held on Thursday and Friday of next week at North Oconee High School in Bogart. Coming up tomorrow, it'll be boys action as East Hall will play host to the North Games. And then there will be action on Tuesday. And Joe and I will be with you from Cherokee Bluff on Tuesday. We'll start things off at 6 with North Hall taking on Madison County, followed by Cherokee Bluff going up against the winner of the number 4 and 5 seed game being played tomorrow between Walnut Grove and Cedar Shoals. In this ball game, East Forsyth in their third year of existence. They advance to the second round after defeating East Hall, 48-42 the final. Joe is down getting the final totals for you. We'll have those for you here coming up during the break in between ball games here. And the next two teams are out on the court game ready for their games. As North Hall, the host, the number three seed, taking on the number six seed in Johnson. We'll get a chance to see Jarrett Hodges, Lady Knights, take home Eric Herrick's Lady Trojans of North Hall here in game two. The winner of that one will be playing also on Monday. And they'll be going on the road to the south sub region number one, which Joe tells me is North Oconee. I had down as Walter Grove, but be North Oconee playing the host of both the girls and boys. They've really got a treat. They're playing at home the entire week next week, if that be the case, playing host to the semifinals in the finals. For Coach Reed Tipton in his first year 
At East for South, Broncos are heading to the second round as they survive a 48-42 victory over East Hall. And really, the difference in the ball game, in my mind, had to be free throws as the Lady Vikings played as good as they could play, especially defensively, gave so many held balls against the Lady Broncos, but they couldn't do it, and it was the Broncos winning by a score of 48-42. to 42. Joe gets ready for the second ball game, wrapping up this one. We'll take a time out here between ball games. We're going to hear from one of our experts in the healthcare industry from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Welcome back to 97.5 Glory FM. We're talking now with one of the surgeons from the Northeast Georgia Physicians Group. We're talking with Dr. Chad Bugslow of Sports and Orthopedic Medicine there at NGPG. Dr. Bugslow, thanks for being with us here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so, yes, I'm an orthopedic sports medicine surgeon uh, with NGPG Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And um, so mainly I focus on, uh, you know, Injuries that involve uh, tendons, ligaments, and uh, and uh, certainly some some bones as well. So uh, take care of a lot of athletes, and then just a lot of you know uh, repetitive use type injuries in in uh, patients. You know, typically we see those just from a lot of years of work and repetitive use and, and those sorts of things. All right. So tell me about your background, sir, in sports medicine. Sure. So uh, I went to um, medical school at Michigan State University and uh, then uh, did my residency and uh, did a one-year fellowship after five years of residency, did a one-year fellowship in uh, arthroscopy and sports medicine. So, um, you know, just growing up playing sports, um, when I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to do, you know, for a job in the the future when you you grow up, I was like, well, I still want to be a part of – sports in some way. So um, kind of my background of uh, just being mechanical in nature, being like to uh, fix things and, and uh, make things better and then being able to care for patients. It was just kind of a good mix. So that way I was able to kind of stay involved with sports and, uh, you know, help athletes. Like uh, you know, if you've been through injuries as a young athlete, you know, that can uh, be a big uh, thing in your life to have to go through and uh, having suffered an injury like that myself and gone through it, uh, I thought that would be a great way to be able to kind of uh, still stay involved but help uh, athletes as they move forward um, with their injuries as well. Now, on a daily basis, you see a lot of sports injuries. What are the most common things that you're seeing now? So we see a lot of knee injuries, uh, especially in, uh, in sports. So we'll see, you know, ACL injuries, which is one of the main ligaments in the center of the knee, kind of stabilizes the knee. That's a pretty common injury. 
uh, in basketball and football and uh, uh, other sports as well. But that's one of the ones we see uh, a little more often. We also see meniscus injuries, which are injuries to the cartilage cushion between the joint and the knee. Um, again, kind of a, a twisting motion or mechanism a lot of times uh, with, you know, cutting and twisting type sports, you know, where we're making sudden stops and, and quick moves. Um, we can occasionally catch that tissue and cause a tear in that as well. And then probably the, the next thing beyond that would be shoulders. Uh, that's probably the next common injury that we'll see. So especially with, um, you know, contact sports, football, uh, we'll see some shoulder dislocation. Um, and uh, when that shoulder dislocates, it can do some damage to the structures inside the shoulder that uh, then we have to get uh, put back together so we can get back out on the field and playing again. We're talking with Dr. Chad Muxlow, one of the surgeons at NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. So tell me about just, the, say, the layman who's out there working or maybe a weekend athlete, that kind of thing. When, you know, they're having injuries that they say, okay, do I go here or go there? How do they know to come to NGPG? Yeah, if it's, uh, you know, if it's an injury involving like your, you know, any type of a joint or muscle, that sort of thing, those kind of aches and pains, you know, if they're just not getting better, seem to be getting chronic, maybe getting a little bit worse, uh, that's probably a good time where we want to uh, start thinking about having that checked out. Some of these things can you know, perpetually get worse over time, and uh, sometimes it's better to know about it a little sooner rather than later um, so we don't have more damage that occurs. You know, certainly, you know, uh, a little strain or something you might suffer over the weekend, um, you know, give it a couple days, uh, use a little ice and some, you know, over-the-counter Tylenol or something like that, if, if that's appropriate for you. Um, just see if it'll feel a little better. If it kind of continues to linger, uh, then probably a good idea to, to get it checked out. And, um, you know, uh, we can kind of make a plan from there. Hopefully nothing major. Most things aren't. But, um, you know, we don't want to kind of neglect the things that can get worse and, and cause trouble down the road. When it comes to plans, Dr. Mugslow, how about the difference between having to have surgery and maybe doing some kind of rehab to maybe go through the pain or that injury? Yeah, yeah. It, it's tough to kind of work through a lot of uh, injuries as far as, you know, usually we need to do something. Now, again, it might not be surgery. Um, you know, if, if something's – we don't necessarily have something torn, like a ligament torn or any significant damage, it might be more of a muscle strain or, or tendon pull um, we, we want to kind of focus on the rehab on that. So first we want to get down any kind of pain or inflammation, and then um, we want to try to build the strength and mobility back. And so uh, depending on what the injury is, that is usually the first course of treatment unless it's, you know, an obvious uh, severe injury where there's something torn that we know is not going to be able to heal itself. So tell me about your ideas about rehab and how long someone should be going through rehab and, and seeing you at NGPG. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. Again, obviously, it depends on the on the injury. Um, you know, as far as the treatment plan uh, moving forward. But again, a lot of times we do want to start with a little bit of rehab uh, once we kind of get that initial pain inflammation down. And you know, depending on the injury, you know, it might only take a couple of weeks. But you usually want to give you know a good four to six weeks of um, of therapy if the injury just isn't bouncing back right away. If we're still having trouble. You know, by that six week mark, then we're probably going to think about some other options to try to get the uh, patient better and get them back doing what they like to do. Right, so tell me where you're practicing at NGPG. Where's your location? So I practice at uh, the orthopedic sports medicine uh, practice there, uh, just off Jesse Jewell uh, at Medical Park 1 in Gainesville, and then uh, also um, go up to Dawsonville as well and 
Um, we're opening a new building up there as well. So uh, we're going to be excited about that opening, have some more services up there. So we kind of split time between uh, those locations at this point. All right. Thanks to Dr. Chad Mugslow of NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We've got much more for you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 